joining me on the line right now is is Meredith Kosh. She's the company director of Kosh Group of Properties. They own the likes of North Lakes and Palm Plaza. Good morning to you, Meredith. Good morning, Katie. How are you? Not morning? too bad. I really appreciate you calling this morning. Um, Meredith, I understand that you've had some real issues out at North Lakes Shopping Centre. Katie, we have issues all over Darwin and the Greater Darwin region in the properties that we own. And those issues are causing us a great deal of angst. They're causing our customers a great deal of angst. And they've escalated to the point that we no longer know how to approach these problems. We've had meetings with the Chief Minister. We've had meetings with local councillors. We've had meetings with uh, MLAs. We actually have Kate Warden MLA in our own North Lakes Shopping Centre. And it appears to us that the owners of not just shopping centres but commercial buildings mm. and the like, uh, the onus is put on us to require some sort of knee-jerk reaction in funding to deal with the problem as it occurs rather than there be actions that preempt, either preempt the problem yep. or, or when the minister talks about the wide and varied and complex issues that she's dealing with and is trying to solve, there is nothing that is immediate to these offenders. Mm. Um, if, could, could I give you some examples? Absolutely, yeah. So, for example, we had recently three juveniles that were all wearing ankle bracelets, uh, smash, and I, and I think um, you would be aware of this yep. um, already, uh, smash the subway. Oh, they yes. smash all the glass, mm-hmm. they smash the interior glass fixtures and fittings and they stabbed a customer in the leg and they used a pocket knife to threaten the Liquorland security guard to return back into the inside of the North Lake Shopping Centre. Yeah. Now, I have, as you can imagine, every time there's an offence, we need to speak to the police. We get a promise number and find out what's happening. Yeah. Now, those three juveniles were already on three lots of bail. So they are wearing their ankle bracelets. They are already on their third bail. And the police have explained to me that because the system takes so long, so if they're charged, they'll be released the next morning after they've appeared in court, then they may need to reappear in uh, reappear in another three months, then they yep. reappear in perhaps another six months. Throughout this process, so it generally takes, I am told by the police, approximately 12 months to actually deal with an offence. So in the meantime, these juveniles are allowed to behave as they please, whereby they are not showing to have any repercussion if they are wearing these ankle bracelets and then re-offend. It's so unbelievable. What, what I'm trying to push for is change yeah. at, at, at the top where these uh, if they're juveniles or not juveniles, the, the age is, is really neither here nor there, that they are taken out of town mm. rather than just put... You know, the police call their system the laundromat. They pick them up, they wash them up, they hang them out to dry, and they put them out again. The, the attrition rate in the Northern Territory for police is about 11%. Yeah. So 
how can you possibly expect a police person to put on his uniform every day with a positive approach to what he's going to have before him when he knows that there is a great likelihood that all he's going to do is run the laundromat, be the taxi driver, pick up the offender, take them in. And I I listened to um, the Sentinel director speaking earlier. The issue we also have is it's all very well to move the bus interchange. And again, there is another example of the private enterprise having to have to deal with the public problem Mm. whereby they have to spend all this money on moving the interchange. So, again, they don't seem to want to listen to the fact that these are just knee-jerk reactions. They need the repercussions so that in the meantime, while they're waiting to be heard in court, they are not going to be back at that interchange, regardless of Mm. where it is, because... The police just can't be there, Katie. We can call the police for any of our shopping centres. Casuarina Village also has... We have have shops in Casuarina Village. That's a a strata title property. Uh, They can't get there within 20 minutes or 40 minutes quite often because they're dealing with the last lot that they picked up. They've Mm. got to be processed. That removes those police out of the system. It is. Um, it, when we talk, sorry. It's such, like, it is so, it's such a difficult situation that people are dealing with at the moment. You know, I, like, I feel for you guys. I feel for um, businesses. I feel for homeowners, everybody that's being impacted by this. And I just can't understand why there's not some urgency from the government. Exactly, exactly. So we, we've had our, our, our letters to the Chief Minister. Uh, we, we get her letters back. And they're these just they're just bland comments about we understand the situation, we understand it's complex, we're always looking for wide and varied ways. There's a really simple way to deal with this. And it's going to assist with people getting jobs. They set up mm-hmm. some sort of, for want of a better word, out-of-town areas where these offenders need to work I, don't, I really don't believe community service would work where they've got to come back and, and clean up their own mess. Uh, that, that has often proven not to work because of, of the lack of supervisory staff yep. and the powers of those supervisory staff. Uh, so they need to be removed. And then let's see if they like the way that works for them rather than put an ankle bracelet on them and then they just turn up the next day in the same location. If I can just talk to you as well about the cost thing. Yeah. So the Sentinel have said that their cleaning bill is 10000 a month. Yeah, just for outside, our, just for that car park area. Correct. Yep. yep. So, so our cleaning bill for the last five years has hovered around the $8,000 mark and that is for our car park, the Links Road area, this is for North Lakes Shopping Centre, yep. I'm speaking specifically, the Links Road area and the inside of the shopping centre. And so that's a month, is it, Meredith? 8000 a month. Yep. We now are paying 11000 a month because we have the itinerants coming into the shopping centre, they eat food, they leave it on the ground, they make a mess. 
we get there the next, our cleaners get there early the next morning. Uh, even uh, Kate Warden rings us frequently during the week to ask us to, to clean up the mess that's been left outside her back door. So on top yeah. of cleaning costs, we then have, uh, we did a trial period yep. for a month whereby we had security from 10am around the clock through to 5am. So we were without security from 5am to Mm 10am. That was $23,000 for that month. Wow. It's like it's it's unsustainable. Katie, on top of that, the security company informed us that, unfortunately, because of the experiences that the security guard experienced, they could not have only one security guard. They would need us to employ two security guards oh. for their safety during certain periods. Goodness now, me. We know that the dog handler yep. security guard works. Yep. That comes also at a massive cost. And look, the North Lake Shopping Centre, if we speak specifically about it, yep. has always been a small, quiet, pleasant shopping centre for people to come and quietly do their weekly shopping. Mm. I'm not really sure how people would feel with uh, a Rottweiler or or some large dog that they know is is capable of aggression. I don't know, does it make you feel safer? Does it make you feel wary? Well, that's right. Look, we we own some, several properties throughout the city. We can't tenant high-rise buildings in the CBD because when agents show tenants around, Mm. they have to step over itinerants to get in the door. They have to step over feces. They have to step over rubbish. Uh, Something has got to change. Things have got to change. And all you do, if you walk around the city you will hear everybody say exactly the same thing. We have tenants who have their doors locked during the day now in the city because yeah. they can't run the risk of being threatened if, if itinerants come in the door and they want money. Yep. It's unbelievable. Uh, Meredith, I'm really sorry. We are going to have to wrap up just because we've, we have honestly got so many people calling through on this issue this morning. Um, you know, we've got... Um, and. It's it's a lot for us to, to try and sort of take in. I really appreciate you calling this morning and giving us that perspective. I think it is incredibly important for people to hear uh, the impact that this is having really very broadly across the community on so many people, so many businesses, absolutely everybody at this point. It is. It is. It, 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 we, I think it's fair to say we are all nearly reaching breaking point, Katie. Yeah. Meredith, thanks so much for having a chat with me this morning. I really appreciate your time. Pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.